3-0, and baby. 3-0, and and I would kiss a grandmother to get a tape of that game. Watching that back, knowing we won, being able to relax during those torturous times would be really fun to do. I wish it was on Fox Sports so I could sit in bed and watch it and just rejoice in all those fine moments. You know, like Posh Alexander just leaving off a nice dump pass to Julian Champagny for an and-one finish. Or Greg Williams taking off like a rocket ship. Two-hand, two-foot, one-hand slam. Or Dylan Wasu making senior plays all first half, beginning of the second half, until he started to look like a freshman at the very end. But that's what happens. Okay? was awesome. 97-93, an up-tempo game that even if, you know, you're not having a great season, these are games that are exciting to watch. You can recruit guys to play this style of play. There's some frustrating moments. We all know that. But it's something I think you can really galvanize a team behind, a recruit behind, a base behind, and really, you know, establish an identity and a brand. And I love the fact that we're going with this up-tempo kind of you know, I don't want to call it helter skelter, but it is kind of a madness, a, a, a controlled chaos, if you will, kind of thing. And you can see how it can work. We saw it firsthand tonight, and I'm excited to see where it goes from here. But 97 and 93 uh, really looked like a capable team of finishing the top half of the Big East during spurts of that game. And then there were some stretches where we looked god awful. For instance, the first four minutes of the game, we gave up 16 points. There was a two and a half minute stretch in the second half where we gave up a 14-0 run, and there was a one and a half minute stretch where we gave up a 10-0 run. All right, so that's 40 points given up eight minutes altogether, and we gave up 53 points in the other 32 minutes of the game. It's a combination of lack of focus, of course, them hitting some shots, but uh, during those stretches, I think it was you could tell our defensive intensity, and and this is totally looking back with. Um, you know, Monday morning, Monday morning quarterback in this, but our defensive intensity on the on the half court just wasn't there. We weren't digging in to get stops. We were having fun in the open court and pressure defense, but when they beat that and they were able to settle us down or, you know, get past the half court line, we weren't digging in. We were just going with the flow, letting the tempo dictate the game instead of us dictate the tempo, if that makes any sense. Um, but there was also stretches where we looked awesome, and you could see the type of team Mike Anderson wants, you know, complete balanced attack. Five options out there, a team that can all scrap and claw, um, and then they all kind of blend together. I think Posh Alexander played close to a perfect first half. I mean, that kid is so fun to watch. Next time, just go with the one-handed dunk, though. You know, the windmill's great, but we can wait. We can wait. I know you really wanted that first dunk, but we can wait. Just a one-hander, tomahawk, that will work, okay? But the kid plays so hard, and he does so many little things out there. And if he's hitting shots like that, the sky truly is the limit truly is the limit and if to think about having him for four years is is awesome champagne his new york uh counterpart all right unbelievable game came out could tell he was not nervous was not worried about taking any shots was ready to get his feet wet uh missed a chippy underneath but then was starting just letting him fly mid-range jumpers maybe a little trigger happy at first i wanted to see him get to the rim then he started making them couple swishes couple good rolls and then the whole game came together. Driving, finishing, playing defense, rebounding, 10 rebounds. Uh, he was 29 points on 11 for 20 overall. 
complete awesome game and that block to close it out was just the cherry on top he plays so smooth it's like you don't think he's too athletic because it's just an under control type game but he's completely capable of being a good athlete some of the dunks uh will will prove that and the plays he makes prove that but he's just an under control aspect to him that makes you forget how athletic he is Uh, but great to have him back and if that's not get carried away this is not the player we'll see on a night-to-night basis but if he can be, you know, significantly better than he was last year and kind of uh, cement himself as the one or two offensively on our team, that will help a lot. Him and Cole as co-ones is a lot better than, you know, uh, a conglomerate of four or five guys fighting to be that. And maybe it will be someone else. But Cole, I think, has the game. And if Champagny's confidence is, is this high coming off an injury like that, um, then he must have had a heck of an off season, and you know the sky's the limit there as well. Posh Alexander, like I said, great first half. So so second half came out great, uh, but he's a freshman point guard learning what he's got to do to win. And you know we've had two great uh, learning experiences in terms of tough wins at the end. One we fought back on one, stole it from another team, and today we were able to able. Wow, can I learn to speak if I'm going to do a podcast? Anyway, we were able to hold off a team. You know, so we learn those lessons while getting the wins. It's great. McGriff even hit, you know, a free throw that sealed the game, essentially. So good for him. Good for the Johnnies. Greg Williams, my man. 17 points, 6 assists, 3 rebounds, 5 of 6 from the field, 1 turnover. 7 of 10 from the free throw line. He did miss 2 um, out of 4 in a tough stretch on the end, but he made 2 of 2 to give us a 3-point lead when it really mattered. I love Greg Williams. Have I said that? That dunk is just, that's the proto, that is the prototypical, uh, you know, that's the Greg Williams dunk right there. He had one like that last year. We see it on the highlights. The one-hand tomahawk. Posh, that's all you need, baby. That's all you need. Kind of reminds me of, uh, you know, Rashid had one like that. On Nova, two-foot, one-hand. My man Paris Horn used to get it like that. Hey, Paris Horn, thanks for following on the Instagram. Shout out, Johnny Legend. Um, and guys, follow the, the pod on Instagram. The Instagram is St. John's underscore B-Ball pod, all right? Give me a follow. Tell me what you think. Uh, we'll be here after every game and then doing some, you know, some podcasts in between if I'm feeling good enough. Uh, what else? Vince Cole, a little bit of off night, but uh, you can tell he's got a scorer's game, you know, and, and the more I see him, the longer he looks out there. You know, he looks really big, like a capable forward out there in terms of, you know, size in, in the zone and on defense. Um Arms go forever. Him and Moore's arms both go forever. Uh, Moore moves extremely well, can handle the ball. Today he was three for five from the field, Moore, so a little bit more selective, but struggles to score inside like we've seen. That's the physicality aspect where he lacks a little bit. 7.6 rebounds, though. Um, again, it says he didn't have a blocker steal. I remember him having some contests, though. Greg Williams, two steals. Posh, only one steal, but they're all their hands are all over the place. Adu, Dylan, Wusu. You know, I said that in the wrong order, but Dylan Adai Wusu, my man, uh, you know, built like the brick he is, really played another great game for the freshman. Uh, until the last few minutes where it seemed to get a little too ahead of himself, maybe a little bit too comfortable, try to do a couple things that I thought were forced, and he knew that too, you could tell but does a lot of the right things. Six assists tonight, nine points, um, 
two for three from the field, four for five from the line, one for one from three, and the one three he hit was money. So wet, okay? And I did call him out saying that most shots he makes are not pure looking. But that was as pure as it gets. So shout out to you, and I won't have to beat you in an arm wrestle, Dylan, okay? Anyway, great job, and I can't wait to see you keep improving and uh, growing as the season progresses. Um, New York flavor to this team, it's big time. And, man, it's cool seeing guys out there that are just so big. Him and Erlington can't be moved. Speaking of that, while I'm, t- while I'm thinking about it, maybe it sounds like an, I'm, I'm an Erlington apologist, but I hate the way he's refed. He gets bumped, and he doesn't get the benefit on offense. Meanwhile, he touches the guy, and they go fly on defense, and he gets a lot of chippies called against him. He does, however, have to start making his chippies, speaking of those, because he's going to get some looks inside. But I know it's frustrating when you're not getting those calls, and he's a guy that kind of kind of lives off his, his own confidence. He seems way more confident taking a jump shot than he does taking a layup. And, and uh, for a guy so big, that's, that's hard to see. But uh, he... Did have a couple good moments and also a couple really tough moments. Three for ten from the field, that's not good. Six points, five rebounds in 16 minutes. You know, 16 minutes, you get six points and five and re- five rebounds. That's production. All right, it might not be efficient, but that's production. Toro, 16 minutes, didn't score, had three rebounds, did have two really nice passes. That one to Posh was a, was a dime, and the one to Erlington was nearly just as good when Erlington, uh, unfortunately, did not convert. Uh, Carraher didn't do anything in his two minutes. McGriff really didn't do anything in his three minutes. Uh, The team did not have a good stretch when he was out there. I'm not going to put it all on him, more so who we didn't have out there. Uh, Roberts, four minutes. But um, the team collectively, you know, we saw a balanced attack. We saw what, what can happen when another team is not having fun playing against the pressure. They don't get comfortable. They can't get shots. I saw early in the game, I made a post on on the redmen.com board, shout out to the boards. Um, right away, when we were down 16 to nine early, they were scoring, but I could tell we were getting the shots we wanted. I thought it looked like if we were just patient on offense, worked the ball around, didn't didn't take what they want us to take, that we could get shots we wanted. And then we started to see that. Champagne came in, got us to settle down, and then we really just exploded. That late stretch in the first half was awesome to watch. Posh and, Posh and Champagne really playing well, almost mistake-free basketball overall. We shot the ball extremely well. Um, overall, both teams shot 53% from the field. We shot 36% from three, five for 14. They were 11 for 28. We do give up a lot of threes. That happens in an up t- up-paced game when you're pressing. Those corners, those wings are oftentimes open on those secondary breaks. We also scramble a lot, so we give up some offensive rebounds, and offensive rebounds are prime opportunities to give up three-point shots as well so we give up a lot on the three-point end we also you know push the pace so there's going to be a lot of shots taken in games as is we had 15 turnovers to their 19 won the turnover battle um, 35 rebounds to their 27 so we win the rebounding battle personal fouls god 25 fouls for us 23 for them it's so so annoying i think referees are awful i also think they have the worst job in the world and i can't i can't say i would do any better i know i wouldn't do any better out there in the real situations but watching them it's just so bad and it's not always their fault it's just the situations the players the players are never wrong never capable of admitting that they didn't foul the guy or they didn't get fouled and that's the problem with refereeing because it's all binary and we're not going to go down this discussion any further um but 97 and 93 we're three and oh 
I will say this. I don't think you can have a 20-point lead and then an, and then work it back up to 15-point lead, 15 lead after blowing that in the second half. All those stretches are really up and down second half and not call a timeout until, I think, less than two minutes left in the, in the half. So, you know, I, I'm not – I know – we feed off our temper and our energy, and I love um, – I'm a big-time Coach Anderson fan. I think that there is times where he holds out of those timeouts too long, and he doesn't want to break up you know, the flow of the game. He doesn't want to give the other team rest. I get that because he, he lives on that t- type of tempo and that type of pace. But when we have a 20-point lead and it gets evaporated to six points in two and a half minutes, need a timeout. When you have a 15-point lead and that gets evaporated to three points – in a minute and a half, call timeout. Yes, we won. So, uh, you know, we're, I'm just, you know, nitpicking here, perhaps. But that's just my thoughts sitting here. Some people also say, Coach, what are you doing working your bench so deep in the second half? We had a 20-point lead. They work it down to six like that. You know, don't don't go so deep in the second half. But you also got to remember those stretches right there where we're playing bad also, without you realizing it, are a big reason why later in the game our starters were more fresh. So we could push that lead back up to 15 points because we were able to give a rest to our starters. And then they were also fresh, albeit we were short on players because of foul issues at the end of the game. Maybe we weren't exactly 100% fresh, but fresh enough to hold on and get an awesome win. I mean, a win that I'm really excited about. Who knows where this season will go in terms of how we'll be, not only that, but, you know, world as it is will we have a complete season will there be a tournament will we get uh, you know a completion to this to this season this time but to be 3 and 0 to see exciting progress from the returnees to see um, a blossoming star and posh and a potentially you know a, an awesome new york duo him champagne um, a team that looks like it could really come together and be something fun to watch and good to see um, anyway, guys, thanks for listening. Uh, this has been another episode of the Red Storm Rapid Reaction Podcast. I'm Pat Kane. Uh, I look forward to doing this for the rest of the year. Give me a follow on Instagram at St. John's underscore B-Ball Pod. Or you can find me on Twitter, uh, Patrick Kane 7 um, Let's talk some more St. John's hoop, guys. Let me know if you agree, disagree, whatever the case may be. I'm ready to have that discussion. But until next time, everybody. We are.